Hi, welcome to the Python Food Masters podcast with Master Han. Today's episode is episode 10, titled, Why Do I Know, Not Think, 2019 Will Be the Year of Coding for Kids. First, I want to start off with an interesting news item that I was reading yesterday on fin- Yahoo Finance, from Yahoo Finance title of the article was The Hottest Jobs Going Into 2019 by Adriana Belmont. So according to Payscale.com in 2018, which was last year, full-stack software developer grew by 572%. And out of the list of other occupations in the chart, nothing, no other occupation came close, not at all. What is a full-stack software developer? That would probably take another whole complete episode to explain that. That we can do, and that I will do in another episode. Probably, probably not. We wouldn't have time for to do it in this episode. Just to quickly go over full-stack in the United States, full-stack developer or full-stack coder. The average salary is 75k a year, $75,000 a year. The hourly rate then would be 8, I'm sorry, $38 per hour if the hourly if the yearly salary, the average if you have a, a average yearly salary of 75k or $75,000. In terms of salary at the low end, you might be making last year you may have been making 46k a year. At the high end, you may have been earning 115k a year, 115, $115,000. In terms of hourly rate, if you're making 46k a year, your hourly rate was $16.65 an hour. If you were making, if your if your yearly salary was 115, 115k a year, then your hourly Hourly rate was $69.85 an hour. Just to quickly go over the sum of the skills that a full stack coder or developer would be expected to know would be ASP.NET, the ASP.NET framework, C Sharp, JavaScript, jQuery, CSS, HTML, MySQL, PHP, WordPress. And that would that is not even all of it or half of it. So that's just some of the skills a full stack developer would be expected to know. In terms of job job satisfaction, it was a five out of five, based on sixty two votes. Five out of five, extremely satisfied. In, in breakdown of gender, ten percent female, ninety percent male. In terms of years of experience, fifty six percent had one to four years of experience. had 5 to 9 years of experience. 14% had 10 to 19 years of experience. And 7% had less than 1 year of experience. So not too many people are... Doesn't doesn't seem like too many people are entering uh, the full-stack developer job market. Okay, that was very good news. So the question of this episode... Again, is why do I know, not think, 2019 will be the year of coding for kids? I'm going to quickly give you the punchline. 
It's a very basic, simple formula. Parents plus government plus corporations equals hashtag CFK 2019. Which means, which basically is saying, which I'm saying is because parents and corporations and the government have the same goal of increasing the number of coders or high-tech workers in the United States, I believe 2019 will be the year of coding for kids. And I want to emphasize that parents are the primary drivers. And how do I know parents are the primary drivers? I, and I have do have some data. It's, I'm just not. I'm just not imagining this. So, if we look at what's happening with the Code Ninjas franchise, as of December 28, 2018, last year, they had already sold. 362 territories already sold which translated into 323 centers so there's some territories where um, no centers are are planned yet or they will be planned probably by the end of next year they will be in the in on the planning state in the planning stage to be built Again, as of December 28, 2018, they had a total of 162 franchisees and 75 centers enrolling students. Again, 75 centers enrolling students, 162 franchisees, and 362 territories already sold. According to the website, there are 323 centers that have locations may not that are either open or enrolling or coming soon in 36 states in the United States. And they are project they project that in Canada, by March 2019, this year, all their ter all the territories in Canada will be sold. So, they started in 2016, the idea, founding the company. And then, by the end of 2018, they've broken records and they've had incredible growth. Why did they have all this incredible growth? Because of parents. Because parents want their kids to learn coding. Bottom line, parents. Because this is not coding the Code Ninjas franchise is not free. To become a Code Ninjas become a code to become a student at a Code Ninjas Ninja Center is not free. Parents are taking money out of their pocket and paying for their kids to learn coding. And it's not just the United States. Canada. Huge demand in Canada. This is so obvious that parents 
in the United States and Canada want their kids to learn coding. Okay, parents. So I've talked about the parents. Now let's talk about corporations. So going back to that news article about the full stack developer uh, job growth, 500 and let me just double check, 572% job growth in 2018 last year. There's a huge demand for coders, period. Whether you're a full stack developer or front end developer or back end developer, or if you do app development, or if you do enterprise programming, the, the demand for coders is huge. Y U G E, huge. <laughs> Corporations for a long time now, decades, have been in a war for talent, specifically coding talent. It's very costly, like any war, very costly, consumes a lot of time. Bottom line, it translates into, for a lot of corporations, businesses, it translates into a loss of business, loss, loss of profit, not profit, loss. They're not able to do the things that they want to do because there aren't enough coders. There aren't enough coders to go around. And there aren't a lot, There, the number of coders that are entering the job market is paltry. It's not enough. So first we have the parents. The parents want their kids to code, learn how to code. Corporations want coders. They have the money. They want to pay coders, but there are no there are not enough coders to go around and there are there are not enough coders not enough coders entering the job market. It's resulted in a decades-long war for talent, coding talent, and corporations don't like that. They're losing money. And obviously they don't like that. That's literally their bottom line. They're losing money. They need to fix this. So they want, they're doing what they can. They're investing their own money into education for coders at the public school and public school at the public school level. They're encouraging the government to allocate more public funds for, code, for computer science and coding education. And that leads me to the third component of this, of my formula government, state governments, the federal government, politicians, all politicians, both parties. They want these high paying tech jobs to stay in the United States. They want high tech, uh, high paying tech jobs for their citizens. It's a win for them, for government. So let me just, uh, sorry, don't, don't want to bore you with all these statistics, but to back up my argument, uh, let's, uh, if you go to code.org, you can, you can see the same statistics that I've seen. So nation, uh, nationwide, nationally, the U.S. has 475,000 
and 403 open computing jobs nationwide. Again, that's 475,403 open computing jobs nationwide. So how many computer science students have how many computer science students have graduated into the workforce last year? So you have open computing jobs 475, let's say 475k, 475,000 of them last year. But last year only 49,291 computer science students graduated last year. So there's obviously a mismatch. Supply is out quick is outstripping demand. You have very little supply, huge demand. But I want to add not all these jobs act not only jobs Although many of these jobs may say they require a computer science degree, most of these jobs do not do not actually do not actually require a computer science degree. Depends on the organization, the corporation, the business, of course. But even though a position may say they require require the applicant to have a computer science degree. Often, very often, a computer science degree is not actually needed to do the job. Coding skills, not a computer science degree. Those are two different things. But anyway, the majority of schools in the United States don't teach computer science. 90%, 9 out of 10 parents, want their child to study computer science in school. But only 35% of high schools teach computer science in some form. Who knows what it is exactly. I mean, I think we can all agree, parents, parents, corporations, and the government, and everyone else, I think we can all agree, computer science is, according to code.org, computer science is foundational. Computer science is essential. To quote code.org, every 21st century child should have a chance to learn about algorithms, how to make an app, or how the internet works. Very practical things. We're not talking about computer theory. We're talking about very practical things. Also, you should know that according to code.org, the value of a computer science education a computer science major can earn 40% more than the college average. However, in my opinion, I don't believe you need to have a computer science degree to do a job, a coding job, of course. Also, according to code.org, computing jobs are the number one source of new wages in the U.S., These jobs are in every industry, and every, according to code.org, these jobs are in every industry in every state, and they're projected to grow at twice the rate of all other jobs. Nationally, um, also according to code.org, only 27 states have created K-12 computer science standards. But let's look, again, I don't want to bore you with all details, but let's just look at California. 
California has 72,644 open computing jobs, 3.6 times the state average demand rate. However, California has only graduated 4,029 computer science graduates. So again, huge demand, very small supply of new computer science graduates. Again, I don't believe you need to have a computer science degree. Not all these jobs actually require a computer science degree to be able to do this job, although the position may say that it does require a computer science degree. In California, 30, uh, 30, 30% of schools teach AP computer science. Only 30% of schools teach AP computer science. And the total of AP computer science exams taken last year was 24,612. Um, I'm sorry. In California, the average salary for computing op I'm sorry. The average salary for computing occupation, according to I'm sorry, according to code.org, the average salary for a computing occupation in California is one hundred and twelve thousand dollars and four hundred ninety-one dollars. Again, that's the average salary for a computing occupation in California is one twelve k per year, which is significantly higher than the average salary in the state, which is closer to 57K per year. The existing open jobs alone represent a huge number, I don't want to bother telling you, in terms, uh, in terms of annual salaries. Again, California only had 4,209 4, computer science graduates in 2015. And of those, only 16% were female. Also, in Cal uh, again, in California, 32% of all public high schools teach computer science. And I just want to end with, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I ap apologize for give, throwing all these statistics at you, stat stats at you. This is really interesting. Is Again, according to code.org, 75% of Americans believe computer science is cool. In a way, it wasn't 10 years ago. That's very interesting to me. Half of Americans rank computer science as one of the two most important subjects of study after reading and writing. That's that's interesting to that's very interesting to me also. And I just want to end okay. So I, again, I apologize for throwing all these statistics at you. Sixty-seven percent of parents said. I'm sorry, 67% of parents and 56% of teachers believe students should be required to learn computer science. Also very interesting. Again, I want to apologize for throwing all these statistics at you. So basically, if you want to do your own research, you can go to these. I boiled it down to two websites that you can go and look at the statistics yourself. Code.org and payscale.com. Those are the two websites that I would recommend you go get more information, get a deeper understanding of what I'm talking about in this episode. Okay, so 
So again, I just want to repeat my formula. Parents plus corporations plus government equals hashtag CFK 2019. <laughs> Coding for kids 2019. 2019 this year, year 2019 will be the year of coding for kids because parents being the primary driver plus corporations corporations who literally have a bottom line interest in this and government and go, I mean and the government or governments state and f state state governments and the federal government they have they have are very invest metaphorically invested and they're planning on investing a lot into computer science education in America and it's just from my point of view it's all very positive it's all very positive information and again I apologize for throwing all these statistics at you um, but I just wanted to back up what I'm talking about with facts and not with my opinions. Okay, next episode. I'm next episode is titled "Coding for Kids: CFK Business Opportunities," not including the Code Ninjas franchise. Not that I have any against anything against them, of course. I think they're great. To finish off, find me. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Use the hashtag #PythonFoodMasters. Again, that's Hashtag Python for Masters. Also follow me on Instagram at Master Hun. And Hun is spelled H-U-N. Thank you very much and have a great day. I wish you all the best.